Dominic Smith is heating up. Plus, we have some Would You Rathers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, July 22nd. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris Towers. Dominic Smith on Wednesday went 2 for 4 with a grand slam. And in July, he's betting 305 with five home runs. He's hitting the ball much harder. He's 65% rostered. Yesterday, Scott and I spoke about Joey Votto. Chris, would you rather have Dom Smith or Votto? Yeah, I think in both cases, you're looking at guys who have been largely disappointing for the first half of the season. Although, you know, in Votto's case, he was coming off a rather disappointing season as well. But they've both been kind of chasing their expected numbers. You know, their batted ball data has suggested that they should have been much more productive than they actually have been. However, in the case of Votto versus Smith, Votto has not just been more productive than Smith over the course of the season, though that has been true, but the underlying numbers have also been much better. You know, you look at Votto's WOBA, and it's actually like 355. Smith's expected WOBA is like 353. So, even if you account for Smith underperforming, I think there's still more to like about Votto than there is for Smith, especially when you take into account that while Smith was very good in 2019 and 2020, you were dealing with 200 plate appearance samples in each case. And, you know, the 2019 sample, the underlying numbers didn't back up what he had done. So I just have a lot more confidence that Joey Votto is going to be a very productive hitter moving forward than Dom Smith. Yeah, this one's tough, man. I, I like both of these guys quite a bit, but Dom Smith was my guy coming into the yeah. I'll lean with Dom Smith, but I, I get it if someone wants to go with Joey Votto. Let's go over a few other would-you-rather scenarios. Austin Gomber made his return, six innings, three runs, three strikeouts, and Alex Cobb has great underlying numbers. He's someone you've been talking about on the Full Length Podcast quite a bit mm-hmm. this season, Chris. Who would you rather have, Austin Gomber or Alex Cobb? As much as I do like Cobb, and I think the underlying numbers, you know, 10 plus K per nine, good walk rates, good uh, ground ball rates. He's been someone who's, you know, been a top 30 pitcher based on FIP for much of the season. Um, I still like Gomber more. And I think the biggest part of it is just that before he went on the IL, this was his first start back. um, He had really made a huge improvement in his control. He only had four walks in his last 10 starts before going on the IL, 55 strikeouts right around 53 innings. So I think that and the fact that, you know, he did come back, gave up three solo home runs, but only one walk. The fact that he was able to limit the walks and this and the base runners overall uh, makes me think that he can continue to do that moving forward like he was before the injury. So I do like him more than Cobb. I don't think either one's a must start guy, but both are, you know, maybe top 60 ish pitchers. If you need an outfielder in a shallower league, we do have three players that are heating up. Max Kepler over his last 15 games, 280 batting average with six home runs. Robbie Grossman is just having a massive July. He had another home run on Wednesday. And Ryan Mountcastle also hit another home run. And 40 games since the start of June, 277 batting average, 10 homers. Chris, who would you rather have of those three? Kepler, Grossman, Mountcastle. And Grossman does have the OBP going for him, which is nice. And he'll steal a few bags. I do like Kepler quite a bit. I think the 280 average over the last 15 games, though, that's going to be hard for him to sustain given his batted ball profile. So, you know, I said it was Kepler on the full length show, but you talked me into it on the actual show. I'm going with Mountcastle. Um, You know, he's cut the strikeout rate. He's hitting a lot of line drives. 
he's kind of looked like the guy we were hoping he would be, and he does have some prospect pedigree. So uh, I think Mountcastle is the highest upside of these three as well. All right. If you need saves, Daniel Bard picked up his 15th save of the season on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Joaquin Soria picked up his sixth save. All of them have come in the month of July. Chris, if you need saves, Bard or Soria. Yeah, worth noting that also leads baseball in the month of July. And sometimes you'll see this on a bad team where there aren't a lot of save opportunities overall, but because there likely won't be too many situations where Joaquin Soria is pitching four days in a row or they're getting four saves in a row, he should get the vast majority of them. But I think that's also mostly true of Bard, and I think he's a better pitcher than Soria. So I would still rather have Bard than than Joaquin Soria. Let's just wrap up with some news and notes. Alex Kirloff, one of the Twins' top prospects heading into the season, will finally have surgery to to repair a torn ligament in his right wrist, ending his season. His rehab requires eight weeks, should be fine for the start of next year. He's someone that we're going to be very excited to draft again in 2022. And then Nick Castellanos has a micro-fracture in his wrist. He said he feels 50% and that he needs a few more days to rest. Kind of a weird situation going on I with guess. Nick Cassianos. Yeah. Uh, this could be very bad, but don't. Yeah, it's concerning just, for sure. Don't just sell him for the sake of it, but yeah, it's concerning there for uh, Nick Castellanos. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.